0: Hi, guys. Well, from beautiful Salt Lake City,
1: Utah, it's Thank God I'm Atheist, the podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up today, Dan, there's been a death. Tragedy. Tragedy has struck Utah. Salt Lake City is in mourning. Oh, and you can tell because the billboards on Uh, I-15, Dan. The
0: the electronic, the the, (laughs) the, yes, the big, uh, ever-changing electronic billboards now
1: frequently flash with the... In in memorial of Thomas S. Monson, Thomas Spencer Monson. Oh, now we know. Now we get to know. Now we know his middle name. It's never
0: revealed until their death. (laughs) You never know, and then at their
1: death, uh, it's it's like Fight Club. That's actually not true. No, it's not true. um, Yeah, uh, Prophet Seer and Revelator, President of the Mormon Church until last Tuesday, uh, has passed away. Yeah, and uh, and we're going to be talking in the second half of the show about uh sort of how that works yeah mormons pick about the new leader about
0: the succession of mormon uh leadership and
1: and what it means yeah
0: uh and stuff
1: yeah you know uh what color is the smoke that comes out of yeah, out of out the, of, the, the, the out top of, of the temple no out of, no, no
0: out of, out of, <laughs> out of uh, the moroni's Moroni. horn <laughs> oh my god how does that not happen how does that not happen <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we, uh, I don't know who I need to write a letter to, but that's gotta. Oh, we, I know, I know. And then out comes the smoke.
1: <laughs> well, anyway, well, anyway. we're promising that for the second half of the show. Um, and just because it is such a big story, oh, um, I have a story that's related. Oh, to the whole Thomas S. Monson passing. Well, okay. Uh, in that, uh, the New York Times ran an obituary. Right. About his death. That's how you know you've made it. Oh yeah. You have that New York Times obituary, oh, you know you've made it in big the world. Time, right? Yeah. And uh there's been a lot of hubbub in Mormon circles mm-hmm. because uh it was a very honest obituary. And that's not what they want. Well it's not what they want to hear. They were upset. Yeah. They were furious. They were furious. Uh the, the article uh the obituary, rather. Uh, starts with, um, an acknowledgement that, uh, during Thomas S. Monson's time as president of the church, uh, the ranks of female missionaries, uh, grew significantly. Mm-hmm. In fact, doubled. Yeah. Uh, as the uh, obituary gets to. Um uh, but the, uh, he also, uh, reigned over a time when the church, uh, denied demands from women to be ordained. Yes, to, the, to the, to the priesthood. Uh, both of those are true.
0: Lady, um, ladies
1: wearing pants and, uh, in and he, church trousers. <laughs> yeah, awful. Just the end of everything. And also he refused to uh, alter church opposition to same sex marriage. Uh, yeah, he, this is all in the kinda, first paragraph. He kind of made it worse. Yeah, he did. Um, the article mentions that as well, specifically <laughs> yeah. later on. Um, it says that uh, Mr. Monson did not bend teachings holding homosexuality to be immoral, Bans on same uh, on sexual intercourse outside male female marriages and an all male priesthood would remain unaltered. Uh, He says the article, though, uh, says that um, Monson displayed a new openness to scholars of Mormonism, um, allowing Um. them remarkable access Church I, guess records. So. I guess so. He did he did actually open up church records a lot more. Uh, this is also a period of time when uh the uh those articles, I forget what they were calling them specifically. The essays that the the, the, the the essays about certain pieces of Mormon history controversial topics. These the, were that released. they didn't announce
0: to their membership, but they like sort Everybody. of <laughs> quietly <laughs> threw up onto their onto a, a dark corner of their website.
1: Yeah, indeed. Um anyway, uh Mormons the you know your true believing Mormons, uh, are are outraged that they would dare mention the fact, mention these facts. Well, about they were outraged time. because it focused so heavily
0: on these controversies and never and didn't focus on his lifetime of
1: service. Well, I would argue though that after they hash out these really pivotal th- issues that the church was facing under his leadership the whole second half of the article is just nothing about it, or it's solely lifetime about his life
0: of service, Frank. <laughs> it was a lifetime of service.
1: <laughs> Indeed. Uh, but there's been a petition now. Uh, the last time I saw it, it was like 40,000 signatures, signatures on it. Probably more than that by now, yeah. probably way more than that by now. This was, oh uh, like yesterday, <laughs> I think, or, <laughs> so dumb. uh, and, uh, they, yeah, they they want a retraction. Mm. They want the 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 New York Times to retract oh. the entire obituary oh. and to write one that's favorable. And to
0: write no, they want to they they if they retract it, then he comes
1: back alive. I think. Shh. But here's the deal: um, all this says to me about these Mormons is that they know in some deep part of themselves. How wrong the church's position is on these issues. Oh, interesting. Right? Because I feel
0: like, like I I feel like what it says is that they uh
1: I mean I get where you're coming from with that. Right. Because Be- because I mean just because let me I maybe yeah. let me finish the thought just in case our listeners aren't right there with you. Right. Um the uh it they are now so far, I think, in the minority. On these issues in this country. Yeah. And, the, and, and gay marriage is the law of the land. And the country has not blown up. Right. We've seen this. I mean, we did elect a nimcompoop poop and we may still blow up. Yeah. Um, that could have. <laughs> but try drawing the lines between those two events. Um, I think they know. They're embarrassed on some level. Because otherwise, the, 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 the statement that Mr. Monson did not bend... This is important. He stood up for, for their values. These right. are their values. Yeah. These are the things that they've been fighting for, and they should be proud of those things. Yeah, it does not seem like that's because, a thing. Because they're clearly not proud of those things. Right. It does seem, it's very funny. They know that, that those things make them weird. Right.
0: It's very funny that the thing that the New York Times decides to focus on is the fact that he remained, that the church remained the same under his tenure. <laughs> Like their big headline is nothing has changed. Under another old, <laughs> another old prophet dies. Uh, yes, exactly. Old white man dies having changed nothing. <laughs> That's their headline, essentially then, achieving nothing. And then right? all of the Mormons are like, "How dare you say right. that he has ad- say that nothing changed. Point that out. That this conservative organization, he succeeded in doing nothing. Right. He was very, very successful at his nothing. He held on to it with the with the vice grip of Thor. Yeah, yeah. So Hill, well, there you go. The
1: rest of all that discussion coming up later. Yep, we'll talk well, about, about the mechanics of it. Yeah, exactly. Ooh, it's so interesting.
0: And maybe and maybe like sort of the Mormon attitude toward the prophet is something that we'll we'll need to yeah. talk about because. Yeah. Put because it, some it, it plays into this. The songs. Um, there are songs right there. <laughs> <now. laughs> yes, there are songs. Uh, I'm going to jump to uh, Mississippi. Oh. Uh, another red state. Another. <laughs> uh, no one will be surprised that no. uh, Mississippi, uh, the Mississippi uh, legislature passed a state law a while back, and we reported on this, um, that said that. Anyone who had a sincerely held religious belief uh, that gays suck off and are terrible people—I'm pretty sure that's exact wording. I'm not. I, that's I may be, the law. Yeah. If you have a sincerely held religious belief that you don't like the gays and that uh, you don't like the trans people. Then you don't have to hire them, or you and you can fire them at will, yeah. and uh, you can treat them like shit, and you can probably poop in their their yard and whatever. Like, like you can get away with a lot. You can get away with pretty much anything, right? Um, literally, uh, clerks don't have to give them marriage licenses if it's against their own personal religious views or Jesus whatever. Christ. So obviously, the lawsuits went for went forth right in the land. Yeah, uh, but so people
1: harmed by this.
0: Well, here's the trick. Uh, according to the law, no, people have not been harmed by this. How Or at so? least the people who have brought this lawsuit have not shown harm. How? Well, because they're suing before the harm has happened to try and get the law never to actually take effect. So, oh, the law is still is not
1: in effect. The law was well, it is now in okay. effect.
0: It was it was under um it was under a an injunction for a while.
1: Okay.
0: Uh and then it went to the uh the I guess the federal courts. Yeah, it was federal courts. It went into the federal system. Uh and a federal judge allowed the law uh and then a federal appeals court uh, allowed the law, or rather, just just denied the claims of the plaintiffs. Right. And the and what has happened now is that the uh, the Supreme Court of the United States has declined to take the case. Wow! Uh, but
1: this is all based on the fact that they don't have standing. Nobody. That the
0: well, yeah, that nobody that they have not
1: shown harm. Have not shown harm. So, so who are the people suing? Oh, right just now. like
0: like uh, I think it's it's uh, the people. It, it's uh, just everybody.
1: So it's not okay. like a gay couple went to go get a license nope. and the clerk denied it. Nope, because that hasn't happened yet. So okay. there,
0: there's definitely room in these uh, in in these uh, decisions for for that to happen. Okay. Some. So this this is not a, a settled matter. It's just that now we have to wait for someone. For a gay person to be fired or to be denied some sort of right. And then they have to sue. And then it has to go through the years of process, whatever that takes.
1: Ah! And that's, How is this the process? <sighs> how is it not that the well, states can't make the law? Well, because we can't count
0: on these state lawmakers to to not pass laws that they know will eventually just lose in the courts. Like, it's going to have to cost all of the money to go through the court system. That's what I'm saying. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like, why can we not just, like, uh, you know, why get past this whole process right. and just say, you know what, like, if you do this, clearly, logically, someone's going to be harmed. And then they'll sue, and then we'll spend gobs of taxpayer
0: money uh, defending a law that never should have been passed in the first place, like,
1: yeah. And there just needs to be like some fast track legal process, you know. Some, yeah, no speed limit, right something or other, right. right? Like, just we 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 get it, right? Just we, put, we, we know we all can agree. We know where this is going. Can right? We just can we just say this is going to happen because yeah, of this? Let's put and this, and this, one this on this the bullet, bullet that train. Should happen, right? No, it's not. So let's no. not let it stand. Yeah. Ugh. So anyway, that's. I, mean, where I get we're at. there's a process. I I get it, but it just infuriates. me. <laughs> so yes,
0: it won't go to this to the Supreme Court yet. All right.
1: Uh. Well, here's a fight that's yeah. oh? uh oh may or may or may not be worth having. Okay. Uh, there is a uh, French town. In the, in, the sou- in southern France. Uh-huh. Uh, a good place for a French town. Where the the, the, the mayor has banned pork-free school meals. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> so all so, of the okay. meals have to have pork? <laughs> I wish that's what it was. Because <laughs> that's what it sounded like you just said. <laughs> It's it's essentially so there was a pork-free school meal option okay. available at the schools. So if, for pork, school lunch. if pork was on the menu, you could opt out. You could opt out and have a pork-free sure option. This was mainly for the Muslim students, right? Of at course, the school. but also if, the Jews. The Jews, however, this in this town. There might have been one Jewish kid that but, this was affected. Yeah, in southern, it, it was,
0: in southern France, it's it, there's a there's a heavy because of France's colonization of northern Africa. There's a heavy Muslim uh, thing happening. This is true in southern yeah. France. Uh,
1: so this actually, you would think. Well, I mean, really, how many uh, Muslim students could there possibly be in this little tiny town of Beaucaire, mm. uh, which is south of Avignon? I'm, 600 total students locally wow. wow that's how many students are in the school right it's no small shakes 150 of them are Muslim
0: oh oh I thought we were saying okay so total no, 600, 600 total, total. It's a tiny little town and then a so a, a quarter wait oh 150 yeah okay yeah.
1: a quarter of the students in this school by for religious reasons can't can't eat, can't eat pork, the pork. Right, but fuck but the them. mayor. This hard right <laughs> uh, uh, dude, yeah, is saying that it is anti-republican, meaning against the Republic of France. Right to uh, to cater to these religious needs. We are a secular nation. Is uh-huh. basically his argument. Uh-huh. Uh, but people are coming forward and they're saying that this is uh, so. This is Merlin uh, Schiappa. Uh, She's a minister for sexual equality. Uh, She said that the decision was, quote, a typical example of someone brandishing secularism as an anti-Muslim political weapon. Right. Or anti-Jewish, for that matter. Right. Um, And, uh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, what
0: it says is that the dicks are not all on the other side of the aisle. You know what I mean? Like, people that we would normally align with. Right, right. Can also be just dicks. people who are fighting for secularism, right? Yeah, can also just be the worst.
1: Yeah, because that's fucking the worst. No, this this is this is absolutely this is terrible. <laughs> this is like <laughs> right, the, you 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 don't make <laughs> allies; you make enemies, right? Out of this kind of behavior. Well, and and we we want people. We we definitely don't want them to be, we, you know. And what's to be gained by being a dick about it? What's wh- where? Where's the gain? for secularism you you know what you want is you want those kids mixing with all the other kids right in, in in your town you you want them to be exposed as much as possible to your french ways and if all of a sudden your french schools are no longer uh you know accommodating in any way shape or form then you're, you yeah. you really risk alienating these people. Well, and it's like,
0: yes, your government should be secular. Yeah. That doesn't mean that your society needs to be secular. That's your society true. should be about pluralism. Right. And your government, a secular administration of that s- pluralistic society. That's how it's supposed to work. Dingbats. Preach bats. it. You preach
1: it, Brother Dan. The, the, the dingbats. <laughs> frenchies uh yeah so it's uh it's kind of sad i will say this um i don't know you we've talked about anthony bourdain before <laughs> have we on have the show we? maybe yeah. not on the show maybe not on the show We like, but anthony on that bourdain. cnn anthony bourdain series uh uh-huh. the one he's most recently doing he uh visits a uh a, a school lunch program in france when he's in lyon oh and uh god if i couldn't have been a little french kid going to french school right getting french food oh yeah beautiful beautiful french like food for lunch oh yeah the most beautiful food of course i can imagine i mean i've i've been to france
0: enough times that i know like even mcdonald's has way better ingredients yeah in france
1: yeah they have laws yeah about like what can go into food yeah this lettuce lettuce
0: food this lettuce is not food (laughs)
1: no <laughs> like just uh, uh, just gorgeous beautiful food and uh i mean i would definitely eat all the pork they would offer me because i bet it's delicious i'm sure it is i'm sure it is uh, poor, poor muslim kids
0: yeah all right uh coming back to these united states they're uh, i think the gays are ruining everything is what's happening in the world Uh, and I blame, I blame you gay folk. We have a way. (laughs) Um, we, we leave our mark. usually. Indeed. Uh, apparently the Mennonites have been fracturing. How how does gay fit into the Mennonites? Well, it doesn't. Not very well anyway. Okay. Okay. But there have been, uh, some, uh, some Mennonite sort of offshoots that have been trying to do like, you know. Every now and then they'll be like, maybe we shouldn't hate the gays entirely. Every now and then you get a Mennonite minister who wants to marry a gay couple just for shits and giggles. Really? The weird thing that's happening is that the Lancaster Mennonite conference, which is the largest group of Mennonite congregations in the United States, has officially separated from the broader Mennonite community. Oh, wow. Uh, What's weird about this is that they are doing it because they are uh, traditional, conservative, and they don't want... This is 179 churches in Pennsylvania, Ohio, and New York. Wow. They uh, they don't want the gay marriage. They oppose gay marriage, uh, and they're very uncomfortable with gayness in general. They're not okay well, with... I'm sorry. They're not okay with gays. Wow. Um, okay, but what's weird about it is that they're breaking off from a group of people who are also not okay with gays. They're just maybe a little less not okay. It's bizarre to me because the the larger Mennonite co- uh, the larger Mennonite uh, community, no one's saying we're okay with gays. Huh. But the fact that they've been sort of mumbling about maybes has been enough. I guess that's just too far to fracture the Mennonite community. Boy, it's don't crazy. Don't suggest any change in that community. No, oh, no, I or or you'll have I mean it's not like you know, this is not a, a large group of people. Right. Mennonites do not represent a a significant number of American churchgoers. Right. But still, that's kind of nuts. Is it in 2016, there have there were about 78 thousand members of the Mennonite Church, huh? Which is down from 133 thousand in the
1: 90s. Wow!
0: So they're not they're not doing great.
1: And the Mennonites they are Amish esque. They're Anabaptists.
0: Okay. Uh, oh, the Anabaptists. They are uh, which which. Uh, means which apparently I, I i means that they just believe in adult baptism, oh yeah they don't believe that which that makes sense to me yeah. like baptizing a child, baptizing a baby ludicrous is it insane yeah but uh but yeah they 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 are they're l think they're uh they're usually interesting headwear uh wearing folk, I think they often the ladies cover their hair. Lots of with, men with named sc- Ezekiel. Mm, yeah, I'm, I'm guessing probably.
1: That's true. I'm good. Get- or 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 Jedediah. Jedediah. So this is not that there has been an Ezekiel and a Jedediah <laughs> who married. <laughs> I don't and, think so. You know, no. Raised a barn together.
0: No, I feel. Like, <laughs> I feel like that's not what has happened here. <laughs> like from what I can, what I from what I can tell, from what I've read. Uh there have been there there have been people in the Mennonite community who have been saying that they that there's uh that maybe we should be looking at homosexuality differently but it doesn't feel like anybody's been like oh no we need to be we need to be let's paint all of our churches rainbow we need to do that i don't right. think
1: that's happened at all i would love for one of these like technology issuing Uh, groups to just get good on the gays that would be like the craziest most amazing weird thing right and that would make me smile a buggy in the pride parade (laughs) absolutely who doesn't want that this is what i need (laughs) in my life
0: (laughs) two guys with full beards and head to toe black yeah Just like oh we support you yeah yeah we did we can't we can't use electronics but we
1: support you yeah and buttons yeah. Or no zippers. No, no We hate zippers. No
0: buttons. No no I don't think they have have clothes that fasten. <laughs> <It doesn't, laughs> we're talking we're talking about Amish people now. We are totally not talking about Mennonites at this point. I,
1: yeah, Mennonites can
0: drive tractors? I think Mennonites can don't they Mennonites they, I've seen Mennonites in airports. I think they can do all the things.
1: Really? I they don't just know. wear funny clothes?
0: Yeah. They're like German Baptists. Let's just conflate them though. Why not?
1: there are all the, 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 same. the women wear, uh, are we talking about the women who have the, the thing on their the bun on the back of their head. I grew yeah. up with a ton of those kids. Yeah, I think and I think they yeah, I think so. But that was out in California. I don't know. I, I mean, mean, I didn't really I, grow up. I with actually them. I actually saw think, them at the supermarket. I actually think that there are Mennonites <laughs> but who, there are a lot of them around. I
0: think that there are Mennonites who don't wear any they just dress modern clothes. They just sort uh-huh. of Interesting.
1: Like Malcolm Gladwell
0: but I feel better about thinking about them as Amish, so let's just do that. It's just more fun for me. Yeah, it's it makes me happier.
1: You know, Malcolm Gladwell's family is is Mennonite.
0: Okay, they converted. Did they do it? Did, did, if they've been Mennonites for ten thousand hours, then I believe that they're really good <laughs> at it
1: that's really silly um all right moving on Uh dan sure uh the story of some ten commandments a monument that's been erected down in texas oh my god and a beautiful workaround dan oh yeah yeah it's on private property well then who the fuck cares it's at a shopping mall oh well so you kind of kind of care right I don't. I don't like places I don't like businesses that where their they where the owners no. choose to put their religion out front and center. This bugs me. You know like Oh, absolutely. You know what is it? Hobby Lobby puts like there's a little mm-hmm. Bible verse on the bottom of the bag. Same with same with Forever 21. Yeah. Same with uh, mm-hmm. In-N-Out Burger. In-N-Out does it It's Chick-fil-A annoying, does it? Don't they? I don't think they do scripture. Maybe they do. Maybe they don't do the scriptures but they close Sunday. Right. Which is Fucking annoying because when I want my crappy piece of chicken with a sad piece of pickle <laughs> on bun with no no condiments, right? When I'm really jonesing for that, that's a thing. That's when I need. I'll tell you
0: this, my Chick fil A, it's annoying. I mean, for any and and it's alienating. That's the it thing is, that they're doing. They're is. alienating. Uh, their non Christian. Yeah. The I mean, one assumes that they want non-Christian
1: uh, uh, customers. I I would assume In-N-Out has tons of non-Christian customers. I'm one of them. Yeah. I like In-N-Out Probably a lot. Probably Forever 21, too. Yeah.
0: Right. But the question is, uh, I mean, I, so, like, usually when we're talking about a, a monument like this... Yeah.
1: We're talking about... <clears throat> Something on public property, on yeah. the court grounds or uh, uh, courthouse grounds or the the, the city hall right. or at a park or Which something. Which is something that we, you know, one would expect protests, one would expect... Absolutely, because public money is going toward... If Maybe it was donated, but it's still there sitting on this property. It's being maintained right. by the city. It's a violation of a the space.
0: First Amendment the of our national constitution. Space.
1: I should be able to walk into a courthouse without having to uh be you know
0: to f- without having to feel like our government is honoring one religious viewpoint right. over all others absolutely so I but was gonna this- say,
1: yeah oh sorry no, no 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 you're fine that was beautifully worded right i'm i'm very articulate sometimes <laughs> almost never um, but anyway this is a shopping mall shop and uh you know like let's just let's just think this through for a second like uh so here's an official statement from the general manager of the music city mall which is outside of or it's in the dallas area oh okay who the fuck knows it's somewhere in dfw right uh, area the met the grander metroplex the metroplex as it were <laughs> uh this is their statement we are not trying to make a statement or make a controversy or create a controversy uh it is, the monument reflects the mall owner's belief system, and he is not afraid to share it. But you are making a statement. Well, you're making obviously. a religious statement. Yeah, you're making. And you think it's not going to cause at least mild controversy? Now, I, here's the interesting
0: thing. I did see this uh, story. Yeah, and the story that I saw talked about the fact that nobody showed up to uh, to to protest. Well, but. Why would you? Be- it's private right. property. Uh, what I'm saying is I'm giving kudos to our people right. for recognizing when, when to protest and when not to protest. Right. I think it actually shows Uh-oh. a great right. deg- degree of, of, uh, of
1: uh, focus right. for us to— Well, we'll never win this one. It's tacky on the part of the right. business owner. Right. right. And it may it's be. it distasteful. And it may make certain people feel uncomfortable enough that they don't go and shop at that mall. My guess is in a place like Dallas, Texas, that's going to be a very small minority. Yeah, very small. Because everywhere you look in Texas, there's a cross. There's right. Jesus. It's everywhere. But but also the fact that uh, it's, uh, what what's the, 78% of the Dallas area is Christian. Right. Eighteen uh, percent claim to have no religious affiliation. Um, oh, according to Pew, huh? Um, but of that eighteen percent, you know, a lot of us have coping skills, right? With, uh, with these things, yeah. A lot of us don't, um, and I would say I'm in the I'm in the category of if that mall is right across the street and I really need a hot dog on a stick, I'll probably go. <laughs> yeah, right. But if there were two malls equidistant, equidistant, I would choose the one that didn't. Right. Right. And I I think that's great. I think that's a great point of view.
0: I just, I, I, somewhere in the back of my mind, it occurs to me that this guy thought he might get some publicity. Yeah. And put it up hoping protesters would show up.
1: Right. Well, he definitely did a big debut Oh yeah, he had, yeah, he, oh, he yeah. Oh yeah, he, he has the monument behind him, and this is no this small stuff.
0: monument. This is a yeah.
1: giant. He uh, he definitely. Um, I I think if nothing else, not even getting the protesters, I think that, I think he knew that it would get him some attention. Right. And I think that's really shitty. I think that's a shitty use of your faith, sir. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean. I guess any use of faith is shitty, but this one is a public mm. display. Might be a shrewd business move, though. Uh, wh- 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 a a ramiumptum, umptum Isn't that what the Book of Mormon calls the big prayer tower thing? Oh, yeah. You know? That's what this guy's doing. Yeah. It's distasteful. It is distasteful. <laughs> but, you know, if you need your... Uh, He's putting his faith on display. I was always taught that was fast distasteful. That, I grew up. That that you don't put your faith on display. Well, Jesus' that your faith is private. Jesus said not to.
0: Yeah, but uh, they they like to they like to take the things that they like and ignore the things that they no, don't I like. I know, but whatever, <laughs> you know, whatever. I mean, we've played countless clips on our show of guy of of evangelical faith leaders talking about how you need to get out there and you need to tell them. We're under siege as Christians. You need to get out there and tell them. Right. I mean, we hear that
1: refrain constantly. So well, we're going to have to expect all this bullshit. But, see, but but also, here's the deal. This is a perfect moment to be under siege. And this goes to your point. Right. Yeah. Which is good that we didn't really say anything about it. Yeah. We didn't show up and, sit and flip the guy off and all this kind of stuff. Right. Because where's the siege on yeah. this mall? Yeah. Right? Like, I've already admitted I would go and frequent
0: their food court. Right. Right. If I need my fast fashion, and they're the closest place... Absolutely. I'm not going to drive 20 miles out of my way to avoid a a monument at a mall. Right. Yeah. What this points out is, yeah, this is a non-issue to us. It's annoying. Right. And it's ugly. Yeah. But fuck it. Who cares? Malls are annoying and ugly, period. (laughs) Across the board. (laughs) All of them.
1: Yeah. So... no 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 take that back dan ugly all of them are beautiful two billion dollar mall downtown dan i mean it's is gorgeous it's it's clearly beautiful that's true (laughs) it has a creek running down the middle dan with fish in it with fish in it it has a retractable roof okay two billion dollars is a nice mall enough frank Terrible. Courtesy of the LDS Church, just in case you're wondering yeah, exactly. why, why I would bother telling oh, that. An owned and
0: operated yeah. uh, <laughs> feature of the LDS Church. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I'm going to take us to Kansas. Uh, we reported a while back on uh, these men who were uh, plotting to bomb a mosque and a an apartment complex, a uh, Somali apartment complex.
1: I vaguely In, remember this. Yes. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, so the, the, there are three men who are who are standing trial for this uh, conspiracy. Okay. They were going to do it last year. They were going to do it like right after the election or something like that. Okay. Uh, but they were caught before. Thank God before it happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now they're on trial. Well, their lawyers are upset because the jury selection process they want the jury so the jury the the pool from which the jury is drawn to be larger and include more of rural kansas <laughs> because these wichita city folk have a different viewpoint than rural kansans yeah you think and uh and they think that they need they 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 want well what they want to do is stack the deck with trump voters yeah They want to get as many
1: bigots on this jury as they possibly can. Yeah. Maybe not other church or mosque bombers. uh, Right. But people who maybe... Who know know for a fact that them Muslims are all terrorists anyway. Right. Well, and if nothing else, uh, you know, people who've got a cousin or a neighbor who looks and sounds exactly like... Yeah, one of these guys. Right.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, these guys look look like a lineup of perfect Kansans. It, yeah. Turn, turn, turn it just slightly toward me. I All mean, right. Kind of. You can see. Uh, Ooh. They are. They yeah. are good old boys. Yeah. Those are. Uh. The pictures aren't tremendously flattering because well, they're, they're, mugshots not, they're yeah, mug not, shots, and mug shots are a, not going to be flattering. But no. Attorney Kerry Schmidt, uh, who represents one of the one of the guys, told the judge that. Uh, there is a difference in the belief system between people in rural Southwest Kansas, uh, where the crimes allegedly occurred, mm. and people in other rural counties oh. near Wichita, because there are some rural counties that are included in the uh, in the in in the geographic area from which they're drawing their okay, jurors. Sure, um, just not enough. But they're not the same as the Southwest Kansans. Oh, they need. Okay. They need to get some of these real hillbillies in the mix.
1: Uh, be careful about that hillbilly word. <laughs> it's a, they're, you don't want to confuse hillbillies for rednecks. You didn't watch Ozark, did you? <laughs> I'm afraid I do lump hillbilly and redneck into the same category. You need to watch Ozark. I didn't use the word white trash. I was that, trying to avoid that different. one. That's different. Hillbillies <laughs> do not like being called... <laughs> Okay,
0: well, I'm apparently going to have to have uh, Jeff Foxworthy come in and do some sensitivity training for me, because I don't know. Indeed. I don't know. All right, well, (laughs) uh, my apologies to anyone in rural Kansas that I have offended. Uh, If you'd like to write into us and tell us how badly I've bungled this, you can do
1: so, podcast at com, or you can call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424 666 442 Yes
0: indeed. Uh, go to the Facebook page facebook.com/tGI atheist and click that
1: like button and while you're there, you might as well search for the TGIA members only lounge and request to join. It's a closed group, but let's we'll chance. Yes indeed All right Dan yes sir we've uh we've got a little clip here i think we need to play uh one uh ms linda harvey oh uh she's the host i guess of a a a show radio show called mission america (laughs) yeah um uh she's she doesn't i guess she doesn't really like gay people much well (laughs) i'll bet she would say
0: that she loves the people and hates their horrible, disgusting, awful sin. Uh,
1: maybe, maybe, maybe that's what she would say. Let's have a listen to though, uh to her though uh, with this thing that she has to say yes. about gay people. And so many of these these groups are predators. I believe that the homosexual clubs in schools are are just are are just red flags for predators. I mean, I think that they um, they exist there to as an audience to continue to. Um, Fast-track kids into this lifestyle. Network with adults. I mean, they're in. Who knows what goes on there? So, um, you know, I, I think that one of the things I wanted to talk to you about was, you know, how do we re horrify people about the the sin of homosexuality? People are becoming so comfortable with this. I mean, even people on our side, we need to re well, them.
0: I I, I think it, it's very complicated. I think it comes back to gaining uh, moral understanding that uh, that. Uh, is found in the in the
1: word of God. You know, we we have to respect God and God's values again rather than deciding that we know better than God. And that mm-hmm. means, you know, it's become a very trendy sin. That's yeah. uh, that's yeah. a, a fact. That's um, the way it is. You see it everywhere. And we're not unless we get back to respecting God and God's authority in our life, I don't think we're gonna recover that that right. sense of, yeah. of the awfulness of all sin, not just homosexual. Right. It's all and all sexual sin and, and it's really um, really destroying our culture. Frank, oh boy, it's destroying our culture. <laughs> Not enriching it. I mean, As I, I, I would. Uh, oh God, I would like to think that, that we're adding something. The gays, wonderful.
0: All sexual sin and apparently beautiful. is destroying. So I'm also probably participating in the destruction of our, of our. I, culture. Yeah, I, I don't even want to know, Dan. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> But it's glorious. <laughs> Any, <laughs> I Anywho. Just, I just love the idea. How do we re-horrify people? People used to be good and horrified
1: by the gays. Well, let's take on this challenge, Dan. How to re-horrify how do, Let's give her some tips. What What are some things about gay people that should just horrify everyone? Well, Because I I, I... I mean...
0: I, I don't know if you've seen a pride parade, but I feel like there, there we're we're going to have an, an international glitter shortage at some point. <laughs> well, the glitter is already killing all the fish, or at least a sparkle shortage. Yeah, and I feel like that uh, that we could be horrified about that. Yeah. Um, the use of hot pants hot is pants. also a bit much. That is a bit much. Um, Here is how we re horrify people. Yeah. These gay men going to the gym are getting too strong. Oh. And I am just war- scary. They could they're terrifying. scary now.
1: They're roving in bunches. Just packs k- of packs of of, of, of just of, perfectly chiseled abs and very powerful men. <laughs> and women, these lesbians the can lesbians. be pretty powerful you too. Know, lesbians are are truly terrifying. I'm horrified. I mean, I you know, Women who don't need a man—that's scary. That, right, right. How how am I to control her
0: <laughs> if she doesn't need me? That's horrifying. It's Just all women out of control. Oh my god! Just somebody Just make a fifties feral feral, feral film strip women from everywhere. everywhere. Yeah, running wild. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's reefer madness. <clears throat> By the way, uh, I'm not going to say what it is. But I have, I, mm. but that clip inspired me to bring something into frame on the video. You almost should say what it is because it's, it's so tantalizing. Because it's it's truly it's an authentic, yeah, actual Fred Phelps uh, Westboro Baptist Church sign, right? Uh, that it was held at a protest. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, so, uh, so that's now uh, for front and center, front
1: and center, because in our, you know on our set.
0: Yeah. It's a little baffling too. It it's like the inexplicable, inexplicable
1: is, uh, to be honest. A little
0: strange. <laughs> but whatever. Sure fine. Whatever, Fred. Uh <laughs> Anyway. Uh, um do we have anything Yeah, uh we want uh no. I uh we uh, we, uh, we have some folks to thank. No real correspondence this week. No, we had some lovely people write
1: in with some uh some well, we had some, some, uh, some additional some information things. about some stories. That, we had we had somebody that, we've, we've we've we were talked about, which we always love to hear, and we yes. love to hear from our our listeners all yeah. the time. But no um, no commentary on the show. Though, yeah, to to speak of. So uh, I mean, that's so, what I mean. That's what we're looking for. We want you people emailing us when you're pissed off at us, or when you're delighted by us.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna say it. Uh, it's okay either way. <laughs>
1: We'll take it. <laughs> All right. Well, I do have a couple. People Actually, if think. you're
0: if you're pissed off at us, write into us. If you're delighted by us, go and leave us a five star review somewhere. Or yeah. Something.
1: Yeah. All tell, right. Tell a friend. T- uh, yeah. Spread it. Spread it. Spread the word. Or do what these people, these have done. fine folks, have done. They've gone to our website, Atheist dot com, and they've clicked on the support tab to go to Patreon. Right. Uh, there's also a PayPal option, and that uh, we love that too. Uh, Patreon allows you to set up a monthly, uh, or not a monthly a per but a per epi- episode uh, donation. Donation to support keep of to keep our, our, show. our show going. And uh, these fine folks have decided to do that. Uh, I'd like to thank Jan, uh, who is a new venerable listener, and Dean, who's a new faithful. Jan and Dean, yeah, the f- the fifties
0: uh, <laughs> band, Jan and Dean, What? the, the surf band, really. Yeah, they're oh. they were like the. The non-beach boys, beach boys. Jen and Dean. Anyway.
1: Uh, Jen. Oh, fuck. My failing eyes, Dan. Oh my god, you're old. That's totally... <laughs> will, will you get some readers, please? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, I'll go to Costco right after this.
0: <laughs> fuck, well, it's Jen and Dean then.
1: Jen and Dean. Uh, J- not a band. Not a band at all, but, uh, but, but the lesser known... Uh, 70s folk band. Right, exactly. And, and beautiful people uh, <laughs> whom we honor greatly. Thank you so much for yeah, your support. And of, and of course, we have to thank, as always, our top donor. Yeah. And our top donor continues to be Angela! Angela, Lord and Savior Unbelievable. Of, of the podcast. Uh, <laughs> she she just keeps supporting us and we love her for it. Yep. And, uh, and she loves and blesses us all. She does. Uh, may
0: you all bask in her... Greatness and glory, forever and ever, Amen. Amen. Dan,
1: it's it's always hard. Oh. Every single time, it's like every ten years or so. A ninety-something-year-old man dies. <laughs> oh, it's
0: not going to be ten years this time.
1: <laughs> it's we're going to have another. We're going to have this episode again three weeks from now, right? Because Thomas S. <laughs> Monson, president of the LDS Church, just died at age ninety. Yeah, uh, and his the, his replacement, and we know this. There's no election system. There's not. It's not like the Catholic <sighs> Church. We kind of tease at the beginning that there's like some. There's nothing. It's well, set in stone. No. It's not? Technically not.
0: Uh, tradition has set it into stone, but not doctrine.
1: Really?
0: So what, hap- what happens traditionally after the president of the Mormon church dies yeah. is that the next president is the senior member, the, the, the longest serving current member of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles. Right. Uh, who is uh, a man named Russell M. Nelson, who... Thank God we're replacing ninety-year-old Thomas Monson with ninety-three-year-old <laughs> Russell Nelson. Uh, it's amazing. He's going soon. Um, oh, it's
1: so sad. And the
0: fact is that because the tradition is that it's the person in the quorum who has the, who has most seniority, who has the yeah. longest tenure. Yeah. it's always an old, the oldest man in the universe.
1: Yeah, o- often not the oldest one. Who's currently serving? Right, That's well, a, and, that, and not we'll, necessarily we'll that. We'll get to
0: why that is, but but te- so I did want to get to the fact that technically,
1: uh, the, a revelation could be had. Like it's by revelation, technically, so they could all just look at Uchdorf and be like, you know, he's the one. <laughs> they could, if Jesus' total up lets them all know at the same time, which, frankly, should happen, except because- Nelson with his palpatine like hands reaching out (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Uh, i don't know i feel okay (laughs) russell m nelson
0: you guys to me looks like who's that awful uh stand-up comic slash ventriloquist what who has the uh who has the old man dummy anyway he looks like the old man dunham okay he has an old man. One of his puppets is an old man guy. <laughs> I know where you're going with this. And I feel like that's exactly what... Ru- I th- feel like it must have been uh, patterned after Russell M. Nelson. Because he looks exactly like that thing. Right. He's just your quintessential <laughs> grumpy old man. Only he, he's not not, he looks like a nice grandpa. Yeah. Uh, maybe not as grumpy. But that's who he is. Uh. Yeah, he. So he's ninety three. He's he's
1: set to be the next guy. But spry. I mean, spry. he doesn't look doddering. He's 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 uh, agile. He's been doing uh, yoga in can, combination with CrossFit. Doesn't seem to have any trouble with uh, navigating stairs. No, yet is he able to make it up to the lectern
0: uh, on his he, own? It doesn't seem like he's. Yeah, no. I. He's not in a wheelchair. So he's gonna get one good speech in. He's gonna get a few. Okay. I think. I feel. I feel like he's gonna do okay. Okay. Um, Ninety three, though. Ninety three. Uh, like things
1: start to go fast at that age. Like, <laughs> if anything happens, it's he's done for. Yeah, but he seems to have held on okay. Uh-huh. Um, heart surgeon, right? A
0: surgeon, yeah. He was a surgeon. I don't know heart, but uh, but maybe. I thought I, he was a heart surgeon. I read
1: surgeon, so oh, yes, okay. uh, so probably okay but we're right about certain so there's that yeah uh which is
0: which is a, a break because at this point the deck in that uh in that place is stacked with businessmen yeah right now it is businessmen that is who is getting brought into the general authority uh pool yeah and uh that's that's who's that's who's winning um so we should probably talk about, sort of looking into the future. Uh, who's on? Who who who's coming up? Who who's rising through the ranks?
1: Yeah, and how the how the handicapping of this whole thing ends up yeah, working? Yeah, because uh, yeah, you could totally stack the whole thing. You could you could design it. You you could say let's get somebody young enough. Right. Let's get an age gap in here, and that person will most certainly someday be the prophet. Well, and that's what's right. interesting about this this
0: whole thing. So what's inter? So it's not interesting who's that Russell Nelson's taking over. We mm. he's 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 hateful of the gays, so he's going to keep that thing going on. Right. He was their front man for the one man one woman thing. Right. Okay. Uh, for the longest time, he's uh, he's he, I mean, he is just going to carry the banner. That's all we're getting out of this guy. Okay. Um, and then Dallin Oaks is behind him, and he's he's probably more of the same. Yeah, he's a hateful man. Yeah, he's he's a grumpy grump. Uh, but we, what we don't know is who's going to be the who's going to be brought in to replace. Uh, uh, well, not Thomas I, Monson, but and also uh, Hale.
1: Right, Hales. That's Hales. right. So there were two guys. So now there are two vacancies currently in this quorum because somebody had passed away and his seat hadn't been filled yet.
0: Correct. Okay. So we got two vacancies that need to be filled in this quorum of the 12 apostles and that and watching that will be the interesting thing because if they bring on a young guy, Like a
1: really young guy. Like Like somebody in his his late 50s, 50s, early 60s. Right. So super young. Super duper. in fact. Well. You were actually using the word youth (laughs) earlier to describe how... As you and I discussed this. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, We're not going to get youth out of this.
0: Matter of fact, the the one that we're watching now, the one that you and I are keeping our eye on right now, and everybody kind of is uh, in the know... Is David Bednar right? Who was brought in? Who was brought into the quorum at the tender age uh-huh. of fifty-two, and that is young. That is crazy young. Yeah, for this, right? Which means this man was brought in to be president someday. Yeah, to be prophet.
1: So what is the age gap between him and the next, the next guy, the next right? youngest? Just
0: yeah. Well, yeah. Well, so so I. Uh, the order of succession goes uh, Russell Nelson, then, as I said, uh, Oaks, then a guy named... So you've got Russell M. Nelson, and then very uh, confusingly, you've got M. Russell Ballard. Right. Um, Ballard is unlikely to ever see uh, prophetdom because uh, Oaks is younger than he is, hmm. and he, you want to talk about Palpatine. Oaks is going to live forever. Yeah. Just, Just getting Just by on, on
1: pure hate yeah um he's a very angry man isn't he right He's a very forceful speaker after
0: oaks and presumably ballard dies before oaks does after Oakes dies uh if Oakes doesn't die before nelson which he probably won't you've got jeffrey holland and that guy he is currently uh 77 years old right uh so that's pretty young right for, for these guys Um, and he will probably last a good long while, uh, Uh which probably precludes Henry B. Iring, who's just below him and Dieter Uchdorf, who's just, who's, uh, next in line, next in line. Yeah. Uh, who's the same age as Holland. Right. So those two guys, those guys are probably out of the mark and that's when we get Bednar. Oh, okay. And Bednar is in his sixties at this point. Currently yeah, 65 a, and, then, a, and the, a very spry
1: 65. And the next guys are like 10, 12 years older than him.
0: Yeah, after that you've got a 77-year-old, you've wow. got a yeah, a 73-year-old. Wow. Wow.
1: Right. So that's so, so yeah, this guy's definitely going to come up. And so then yeah, I guess it's going to be interesting and hopefully well they won't announce it until the next Uh, general conference, right? No, I think that they'll probably... Will they do it
0: before that? I think they choose and then they announce and then the general conference is where everybody, you know, does the sustaining and everything. So they'll have to do all of their research to make sure that they sustain the guy. (laughs) I'm kidding. Oh, Mormons will sustain anybody. (laughs) The sustaining thing is so funny because it feels like you're voting. As a Mormon, what what they do is so they'll they'll call this person to be right. a member of the quorum of the twelve, or they call him to be prophet of the church, and then they ask the the whole body of the church uh, to sustain and please indicate you're sustaining by the raising of your hand, right uh, by the by the uplifted hand. Uh, feels like you're voting, and then they say.
1: Do they still... Any opposed? Any opposed. By the same gesture. And let me tell you something. By the same... Whatever. If you're going to oppose anybody,
0: you are causing a crisis. Yeah. You are a crazy person. Yeah. Only a mad person would ever oppose, would ever raise their hand to oppose. It would just be horrible. It would be shock.
1: Well, you were doubting the brethren. You're doubting... The brethren, you're doubting your priest, your local priesthood leader. If, it's, it's, if you're not sustaining the new Sunday school teacher, you're
0: doubting right? the uh, the
1: person, the revelation of
0: God yeah. that this person was meant to be called into this position. Right now, usually these things, these votes take place on a local level, like right. your local ward has it has called sister so and so to be Relief Society president or brother so and so to be uh sunday school
1: teacher or whatever right. but it's it's any calling that any goes through so any calling the 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 the, the, the pianist in the in the, the primary yeah, that's right. right the ward
0: the ward uh music director or the or or in in some cases is it a calling to be the boy scout leader
1: it is a calling
0: so yeah. like then the whole ward does this fake voting thing
1: right for anything Anything where right. you, the bishop calls you into the office and into his office and, and says, "You know, I'd like you to have this position. I'd like you to do the following unpaid work, uh-huh and
0: then uh, the person says, "Yes," or uh, very rarely will
1: say, "No, I'm not going to do that." And pretty much everyone has a calling, and right. As an adult
0: in the church,
1: you have a calling. Yeah, the, it, it's 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 really it's an important part of the church. It's part of how they control you, because but it's also a part it's of a part how of they how keep they get you to show up every week as well, and is, multiple like, times a week for most of these callings, right? And so this is absolutely, you know, it, it, it's an integral part of the church anyway. Yeah, absolutely, um, going all the way up to the top. You have your prophet. Yeah. 12. Yeah. And all
0: of these guys are called and they are sustained by the church. And, uh, and so they have the vote that is purely ceremonial. Right. If even if 50 people in the room raised their hand to object, that person still is going in.
1: Oh yeah. The Lord's already spoken. Right. So it's like, it's, you can have everybody object the lord spoken. Oh my god, what if I mean, it would
0: never happen. It would never happen. Uh and uh and that's just Mormon culture. And we should talk a bit about Mormon culture because <laughs> because you t- you you know, you did your story earlier about uh about how offended and hurt and really just and just blown away all of Mormondom was. By the New York Times, not just wildly honoring this man right, and, and I think that that speaks volumes about the culture of Mormonism, which is prophet worship it is like yeah. they yeah they kind of they kind of worship Jesus and they kind- and they definitely worship God, but they worship the prophet. Like we sang, you mentioned, you hinted at singing songs. We sang a song. I remember a song that I I've, I've, I was musing earlier to you about this because there's this song that I that helped me learn all of the prophets of the church. And thank God it's a modern church, so I don't have to learn the big gats going back to, you know, the 1600s or whatever. But, <laughs> like, yeah, if Catholic kids had to learn all the popes, it would oh, yeah, impossible. Go but, forever. But this only goes back to the 1830s so we're okay right but it's an ever-growing song i just i want to hear what the song sounds like now because it's got a couple of extra you know it's got four or five uh-huh. prophets since i learned it so i mean they're, they're, i'm guessing it's got a well maybe only three
1: yeah but it's a lovely little song
0: LDA <laughs> L- uh, mormon prophet what is it latter-day That's prophets serious. are number one joseph smith and brigham young John Taylor was third, we know. Then Wilford Woodruff, Lorenzo Snow. And it just goes on from there. Right. Because uh, <sighs> it's so important. But these guys venerate oh, the yeah. fuck out of these oh, these yeah. old white men.
1: Follow the prophet. Follow, that's the new one of the newer ones. Mm. We didn't sing that, but I heard it sung yeah. uh, by children. And I remember actually still believing uh they were still being in the church i had my doubts but i remember being very disturbed by that song oh really because it's, it seemed so cult-y? weird and culty yeah it's culty yeah follow, follow the, the prophet, prophet follow the prophet follow the prophet they just keep saying it and over <laughs> and over and over, <laughs> right. and over yeah. like oh yeah. my god we yeah. get it we'll follow the prophet yeah uh jesus the,
0: christ this is a What's and and that may be what's uh, what what's really interesting about this whole thing is the absolute vice grip hold that this person has. Like the Pope is the absolute be all and end all of the Catholic Church, theoretically, right? But we still see like the Pope says something, and then the Vatican, and I say that with air quotes suddenly releases a statement clarifying what the Pope had just said. Right. You can tell that there are checks on the Pope. Sure. There are, and there are probably, you know, the Quorum of the Twelve, you hear them talking, they want agreement or whatever. But if the the prophet of the Mormon Church goes rogue, he gets to just say whatever he wants. And he could just do that. He could just say, you know what? And that's what kind of what happened with this whole, uh, with the one thing that Thomas Monson did do that was really remarkable, which was say that children of gay parents Mm. couldn't be baptized, couldn't be, you know, it was like literally like they are ostracized from the church. The children of gay parents are ostracized from the church. That was just, I think there were a lot, the, the reports from inside and these are just sort of reports. We don't know who they came from, but there was that there was turmoil because they knew what, how bad an idea this was. Wow.
1: And they went, they went but, with it anyway. But
0: it came just out. If it, it poured out of the prophet's mouth. He said it was a revelation. And they just shrugged and said, I guess we got to do it then. So that's uh, wow. That's that's the uh, the
1: power that this man has over these people. He got a revelation that Thomas S. Monson got a revelation to support that thing. Yeah. That that's was how that's so fucked. He had a dream. That's
0: so fucked. These if these guys have a dream and they say that's Jesus, that's the end. That is the final word on the subject.
1: That's fucked. Yeah.
0: So that's uh. well, they get to meet Jesus and that's always fun. Well they can. Some yeah. of them have claimed to do I to know. have done so. Yeah, and that's he, when it gets scary. He appeared to them. And that's not just Joseph Smith. Joseph Smith of course did claim that. Yeah. But others have done the same. Fucking
1: terrifying.
0: Yeah. So, that's a crazy man right there. And these guys, uh, you know, these guys are in charge of a church that is small by, uh, you know, Catholicism standards or whatever.
1: Yeah. But
0: somewhere in the tens of millions range.
1: Yeah, what of, is it these days? Of, fifteen, sixteen million is what. They're, what's is, their official claim? That's
0: their official claim. Is something on in the yeah fifteen sixteen million right uh, range, and they're you know they've got a strong marketing team. Yeah, in in these uh, young missionaries, so they're growing. Yes. At least, I mean, in the third world, they're growing great guns. Yeah. They haven't figured out how to get
1: themselves to have a good message for, you know. For people who don't need their charity. Yeah. Yeah, they're in trouble. <laughs> they're in a lot of trouble. <laughs> All
0: right. Well, uh, fascinating. What do you think the over-under is on a person of color being in the quorum of the 12?
1: Shit. Uh, I Well. 20 to 1? Maybe, like, I bet they, I, I bet one of these two. So, whenever you have a chance to do two, you have an opportunity for one of them to be a little bit of an outlier in some way. I mean, yeah, the, the person philosophically, right, will be completely in line with them and all of that, right? Right. But finding maybe someone from South America, yeah, to join the uh, the it Quorum would, of the Twelve, that would seems be wise. Like Mexico or South America, Central or South America, like, that that would be smart. They have a lot of members in Mexico, a lot of members in Brazil, and elsewhere in South America. Like, uh, yeah, it's it's probably time that they pick somebody from that part of the world. And they do have some but Latin American mark members my word. of
0: the Quorum of the Seventy, which right. is the larger, small,
1: less important body. But mark my words, if they happen to pick somebody from... Uh, Many of those places i just mentioned Uh uh-huh he will be the older yes of the two that they pick yes (laughs) indeed (laughs) by probably a lot (laughs) they'll pick they'll pick an older third world uh member of the quorum of the twelve. yeah or if they ever do pick maybe uh you know a black man which i don't think there are there any african-americans no who no, are in I the think they got they got ups. they got
0: a couple of Latinos and uh, like maybe an Asian.
1: Okay, so whenever they go that route, guaranteed the man will be old. Yeah, yeah. When it happens, they want to make sure that that guy doesn't become prophet. He, he has he stands <laughs> no chance of ever leaving the church. None. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's my prediction. Uh, so I don't know. I think this go around. I think you could see it, Dan. I think you could po- possibly see it. maybe uh somebody from uh, Japan. Yeah, maybe, you know. Like because there is a guy. I I I don't watch the church that closely, but I seem to recall there being a speaker who I mm. was kind of shocked to see standing a picture of somebody standing at the lectern and yeah. kind of was like, "Oh, who is that?" And it was like a first quorum of the 70 or type or whatever. Yeah. I was like, "Huh, interesting."
0: They may just pick another guy with an accent. Maybe 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 a,
1: another German Germanic accent or something. Well, I mean, here's the problem: is we're not entrenched enough in that kind of stuff. Like Uchtdorf, obviously, was going to happen. Like he was so clear. Like this, he, people loved him as a member yeah. before he was a member of the Corps of the Twelve. He was widely known and beloved. Yeah. We, right. Yeah. We got we got to be because he
0: gives a good talk. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. We got to be careful not to get too inside baseball. But if oh, we, okay, if we see Elder Jose L. Alonso pop up wow all hell will break loose he even looks a little uh he even looks dark (laughs) no i'm saying like what's funny is that i'm like clicking on these names that are like elder marcos A. do his name is marcos but i think that that's uh that might be he looks white he just looks very whitey well all right well, that's that, Dan. There we go. Why don't we call it? All right. Uh, if you guys have anything you'd like to tell us, uh, please feel free to write into us, podcast at
1: thankgodomatheist.com, or you could call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yep. Go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash TGIatheist. And while you're there, why not join the Members Only Lounge? That's right. It's a closed group. That's what keeps it great it's moderated the discussion uh, stays civil and nobody you don't have to admit to anybody else on your Facebook page that uh, you're an atheist while you're there which might be really important to yeah.
0: you right uh, thanks so much speaking of uh, Facebook to Mackenzie for her uh, hard work on our Facebook page and thanks to her Sarah Danny and Amy uh,
1: for their for their mo- work as moderators in <clears throat> excuse me in the members only lounge. And thanks go out to the Red Rock Hot Club for the use of their music and to Gordon Johnston for the use of his music. Yep. And thanks to you, dear listener, for tuning in. We sure do appreciate it. Bye-bye.